what is it that makes someone commit a crime welcome to revealed where i uncover sensational crimes and the stories of the people behind them as well as examine mysteries that baffle the mind hi i am your host sukrit and i thank you for joining me today let's begin whether it was his homes his office or his vast chain of restaurants spread across the world the presence of indian gods was unmissable always dressed in spotless white from top to bottom with the traditional sandalwood paste on his forehead p rajgopal was an icon for many after all here was a fairly uneducated boy from a small village in tamil nadu who in spite of all the odds achieved great international success to become known as the dosa king p rajgopal's rise was impressive his end however was not part 1 believe and you shall conquer 1947 at the dawn of india's independence from the british in the small village of punnayaddi tamil nadu pichai rajgopal was born to pichai nadar an onion seller and mani ammal his wife a homemaker when rajgopal was just in the 7th grade he left his home alone to start working his first job was wiping tables at a restaurant he then moved to madras as chennai was known then for better prospects a few years and various jobs later he finally worked his way up to opening his own grocery store in the late 60s which was to be one of the many that he would own and operate in the city of chennai by the early 80s p rajgopal decided to open his first restaurant in chennai a surprising decision as his grocery store business was already in debt and he didn't even have any prior experience in the food industry what led him to take this risky decision was the advice of an astrologer who told him to try a trade which involved fire and so in 1981 p rajgopal started sarvana bhavan in the kk nagar area of chennai serving meals for as little as rupees 3 at the time in the early 80s there wasn't a culture of eating out in india and in general the food sector was quite unorganized going against his competition at the time rajgopal did two things that set him apart one he used top quality ingredients and two he paid his workers well something which was far from standard practice at the time sadly for the businessman these two key decisions added to his rising debts at least at the start the indian middle class was just starting to rise and word spread that sarvana bhavan was serving food which was tasty and more importantly affordable for a family with limited means finally the villager who had tackled loss making grocery stores and faced skepticism about his futuristic approach to the restaurant business saw a change in his fortunes by the 90s there were outlets of sarvana bhavan spread across the city of chennai where one could eat tasty affordable and fresh food in a clean environment the year was 2000 and as the world entered the millennium sarvana bhavan began their journey of capturing the world 
Building on their domestic success, the first international outlet of Sarvana Bhavan was opened in the year 2000 in Dubai, a country which has a sizable Indian population. This focus on Indian expats would be a dominant factor in the international success of the chain. They consciously expanded to places with a substantial Indian population where they knew potential customers would be craving for that taste of home and thus enjoy the offerings of Sarvana Bhavan. Managing consistency and taste, as well as the standardization across all their outlets, meant the Indian restaurant had achieved something that very few businesses in this sector do. Loyal customers, steady footfalls, and a solid reputation through the years. Of course, this meant that Raj Gopal and his family were getting wealthier. But more importantly, this brought power and respect, as the poor villager who left his home as a little boy was now an idol for millions. All this growth, money and power didn't distract him from focusing on the very practices that got him there. The food was still made fresh, good service to the customers was paramount and his generosity towards his employees continued. Apart from their salaries, his employees were given a host of benefits like healthcare, a marriage fund for their daughters and even a haircut allowance at one time. For thousands of his employees and many others, Raj Gopal was now Annachi or elder brother in Tamil. The man whose photographs, along with the images of God, adorned the walls of every single outlet of his restaurants across the world. His stature had grown beyond mere mortals, it seemed, and this reflected in other parts of his life. Rajgopal had gotten married in 1972 to his first wife, with whom he had two sons. While still married to her, he reportedly got married a second time in 1994. This time, to a woman who was already married, that too to one of his own employees. Raj Gopal had everything going for him. But it wasn't enough. In 2001, once again, it would be the advice of an astrologer that would bring a radical change in the life story of P. Raj Gopal, known to the world by now as the Dosa King. Part 2 A Dangerous Obsession Multi-millionaire, business maverick, pious devotee, benevolent employer. All adjectives that correctly define P. Raj Gopal, the founder of Sarvana Bhavan. Blackmailer, kidnapper, murderer. These two would be appropriate terms to define the man. If reports are to be believed, sometime in the late 90s, Raj Gopal was told by his astrologer to get married for a third time. He had his heart set on a girl named Jeevajyoti, the daughter of an assistant manager at one of his Sarvana Bhavan outlets in Chennai. Young Jeevajyoti, however, was not interested in the much older Raj Gopal. She was in fact in love with her brother's math tutor, a man named Prince Santakumar. So now, we have the millionaire businessman Raj Gopal, who already married twice and in his 50s, is obsessed with marrying the young Jeevajyoti, who in turn is in love with Prince Santakumar, the three main players whose lives are now tied to each other, but with only one man calling all the shots. In 1999, the two lovers, Jeevajyoti and Santakumar, had eloped and even gotten married. But that didn't deter Rajgopal. He showered Jeevajyoti with gifts and even gave her cash to help start a business. While she accepted these gifts, 
she continued to resist his advances and over time the man who thousands respected and considered to be their elder brother their annachi started to lose his patience with the young couple at first verbal threats were made instructing santa kumar to leave jeev jyoti so rajgopal could marry her and take her on as his third wife what was the reason for this obsession an unquenchable lust for a younger woman or was it the fact that a man of his stature was used to getting his way whatever the repercussions could be one of these could be both but there's more it seems that his astrologer told him that marrying jeev jyoti would bring raj gopal enormous wealth and make him the richest man in the country astrology was the reason he started his first restaurant that turned him into the dosa king as he was known across the world now this new prophecy brought with it the promises of even more riches and power for him it seemed he won't let anyone or anything come in his way of fulfilling it and so when neither money nor verbal threats got him the results he wanted raj gopal decided to shift gears and take things to the next level in october of 2001 a man named daniel a restaurant manager of sarvana bhavan along with a few other employees abducted santa kumar and jeev jyoti and took them to a warehouse in the kk nagar area of chennai the same area where raj gopal had opened the first outlet of sarvana bhavan two decades ago the couple was kept under a sort of house arrest for a few days while santa kumar was physically beaten by raj gopal as well as his men a few days later the couple managed to flee and filed a complaint at the police commissioner's office within days of this complaint raj gopal's men kidnapped the couple once again but this time the husband and wife were separated jeev jyoti was packed into a luxury sedan with raj gopal already sitting in it who met her with a devious laugh he had in his possession a copy of the very police complaint that she made a few days back and he waved it around in her face reminding her of his power as per an article in the new york times what happens next is incredible and seems straight out of a crime film but sadly it's all true after being kidnapped the second time and being separated from her husband jeev jyoti didn't know his whereabouts two days later jeev jyoti receives a call from her husband who tells her that raj gopal paid the restaurant manager daniel 500000 rupees to kill him but daniel had a change of heart and told santa kumar to hide out in mumbai jeev jyoti then convinces her husband to come back to chennai telling him that they will visit raj gopal together and implore him to let the two of them live peacefully all she wanted was to be able to live in peace with her beloved and hoped that one last effort to reason with and beg for mercy at the feet of the powerful raj gopal would convince him to let the couple be this time the couple went along with jeev jyoti's family to the saravana bhavan headquarters where they were told to wait in a room in another room raj gopal calls his employee daniel and inquires about the details of the killing of santa kumar daniel lies and tells his boss that santa kumar was tied on train tracks and killed with a dramatic flourish the boss makes santa kumar appear in the room daniel gets so shocked and enraged that he starts beating up the poor man there and then jeev jyoti and her family are then forced into a van by raj gopal's henchmen and taken to a village for removal of witchcraft 
this would be the last time that the married couple would be together. On October 31st, 2001, in the hill station of Kodai Canal, known for its forested valleys, calm lakes and beautiful romantic vistas, forest officials discover a body. The post-mortem of the body reveals the cause of death as asphyxia due to throttling. The dead body is of Prince Santakumar. And the alleged murder weapon? A sarong, which is recovered later, under the seat of Raj Gopal's manager Daniel's car by the police. Part 3. Justice served or justice delayed? Since her second kidnapping and separation from her husband, Jeev Jyoti is kept under a sort of house arrest by Raj Gopal, who one day sends a priest to perform a widow ritual on her. That is when the beleaguered young woman realizes that the worst has happened to her husband, the man she loves. She manages to escape once again and goes to the police to complain, reliving the entire trauma of her experiences as she tells them what she has had to endure. As the news of murder becomes common knowledge in the city, Raj Gopal, his manager Daniel, and the others surrender to the police. The local court finds Raj Gopal guilty and convicts him to 10 years imprisonment. While Raj Gopal is sent to prison, his empire is expanding with outlets being opened in Canada, Malaysia and other cities across the world. While he does spend a few months in jail, he gets his prison sentence suspended on health grounds and manages to get bail. Already in his mid-50s, suffering from diabetes and coming out of the uncomfortable confines of jail, one would expect the millionaire Dosa king to have learned his lesson and maybe start focusing on his health and family. But if reports are to be believed, he goes back to meeting Jeev Jyoti. This time, offering her more gifts and gold than before. Once again, the bereaved widow declines the offer of marriage to her husband's killer. In 2009, the High Court of Chennai not only upholds the previous sentence, but enhances it from 10 years to life in prison. Once again, Raj Gopal is sent to prison, where he spends a few months, and once again, he gets bailed. This time, he takes his case for appeal to the Supreme Court, the country's highest court in the decade or so since the murder sarvana bhavan opens more than 40 new outlets and while gossip continues in chennai around the dosa king his customers keep coming back to his restaurant and his employees stay loyal to their annachi a convicted murderer finally in 2019 the supreme court upholds the high court decision and instructs mr p rajgopal to surrender By now, 72 years old and suffering from multiple illnesses, he makes a dramatic entry in court in an ambulance with an oxygen mask strapped to his face. Within days of being taken into custody, the 72-year-old is taken back to a hospital and within a week dies of a heart attack on 18th July 2019. The story of P Rajgopal could have been one about a maverick in the food industry, but sadly it ended as that of a man who died a convicted murderer perhaps these two statements raj gopal made to a journalist from the new york times in 2014 best describe the disturbing duality of the man raj gopal in the interview with the new york times tells the reporter how important it was for successful villagers like him to support the places they came from quote developing villages was gandhi's dream he said I believe in Gandhi. Unquote. 
when the reporter asked what he admired most about gandhi raj gopal laughed and said quote i like that he had a girl on each arm having girls around keeps a guy young forever unquote prologue by 2019 sarvana bhavan had expanded to some 127 restaurants in 24 countries employing about 5000 people jeev jyoti who was out of the public eye for most of the years while raj gopal was alive in 2020 after his death joined india's ruling party the bjp at a regional level not much is known publicly of the late prince santa kumar's family hey i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode don't be selfish share this podcast with your friends you can also check out more content related to each episode on instagram where i post pictures and videos of the cases i cover you can find me on instagram on @therevealedpodcast and write to me there in case you want to share some stories and new topics for the show i shall be back with a new story next week stay safe always follow the law and once again thank you for listening to revealed